you've got class coming out of each belly button. Hope I got this right. I'm just an ordinary chest cut, and I can't make change for anything over two nurses. Oh, Captain Kamikaze's in town, huh? Casting bread upon the waters, my son? Oh, no, Father, I'd never do that. Food is sacred. Hey, MASH fans, time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again is the awesome Simon. A gentleman. This is the last episode that Al will not be part of, so he will be back in the next episode. Yay! Yay. Today, we're discussing Season 3, Episode 22, Payday. It's the 70th episode overall, directed by High Aberback, and writers are John W. Rieger and Gary Markowitz. It originally aired on March 4th, 1975, and the production code is B305. You've got class coming out of each belly button. Yes, sir. Now, let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, yes, sir. You are aware that you're a pay officer today. Uh, yes, Radar, I know that. I'm not some movie I just walked in in the middle of. Oh, yeah. Well, I just want to make sure you are aware of the uh, regulations. Um, uh, each payment in military script uh, is to be made in accordance with regulation 797-94J, ascertaining that each signature opposite each name corresponds with each said pay. And in the event that there is a discrepancy in the forementioned, in either an overage or an underage of funds, you are wholly and only responsible. Thanks. Are you sure you got that, sir? Sure as you're one foot high, Radar. Cut that out. Glad you could all make it today. I'm your genial host, Hawkeye Pierce, star of stage, screen, and radio activity. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go pay the officers. Why don't you go pay the officers? Huh? Isn't he wonderful? He'll be back. May we have the first contestant, please. Ah, plus on me for this episode, Frank buys one set of pearls for each of the women in his life, Margaret and his wife, Lorraine. Radar helps Hawkeye recoup $3,000 in lost earnings, which Hawkeye gives to Father Mulcahy to benefit the orphans. But then the army wants the money back. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Clinger! Yes, sir. Just where do you get the gold to show up for payday dressed like a $2 streetwalker? <laughs> Sorry, Father. I was worried about these earrings with Tweed. Well, not only is masquerading as a starlet not going to get you out of the army, military regulations specifically state that no soldier may receive his pay unless in uniform, in uniform. Do you read me, Corporal Crazy? Oh, give me a break, sir. I gotta get my money. It's important. And next time, stand a little closer to the razor when you shave. My knees get in the way. Dismiss! March! Hot two, three, four! Hot two, three, four! Guest stars in this episode, we have Jack Sue, who plays Kim Kwong Kwok. And Jamie Farr returns as Maxwell Q. Klinger. 
And of course, the awesome William Christopher as Father Francis Mulcahy. And Eldon Quick plays Captain Sloan. Eldon has 51 credits to his name, but the one film to stand out is the very film that Joyce Kessel thought starred her husband, Al. Yes, I'm talking about Doc Savage, Man of Bronze. Alas, it was not muscle-bound hero Ron Eli to catch her eye, but bearded, rough-looking fella William Looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we also have Pat Marshall, who plays Lieutenant Nelson. And Johnny Hamer plays Sergeant Zelmo Zane. Bobby Mitchell, Lieutenant Janet Baker. And Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Struminski. And finally, the awesome Mary Peters, who plays the ever-lovable nurse. All officers paid and accounted for, Hawk. Good man. You got a big day planned? Well, I just figured I'd goof off and take a shower. Oh, decided not to wait till the end of the war, huh? I myself, personally, am off to the officer's tonsil wash emporium and whoopee parlor to meet a nurse of the totally opposite sex. And there isn't a thing she can do I don't deserve. Where did this come from? It was left over. It's yours. A tip from Uncle Sam. Ten bucks? Hey, I can't keep this. Well, let's share it with ten corporals. I can't. We're 20 privates at 50 cents each. Go buy some popcorn. See the new hygiene film. No, no, you don't understand. When you, when you got funds left over, you have to fill out this special refund fund form. No, no, you fill it out. I'm going to tie a giant olive around my neck and sink to the bottom of a martini. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this episode. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Yeah, I, I actually quite like this episode. Uh, there's some nice little moments with Hawkeye doing uh, the, right at the very beginning. I mean, Radar's handing the stuff out, and he, he kind of looks everyone behind him as if he's got an audience. And doing that kind of look at this guy kind of look, you know, I, I quite like mm-hmm. Um There's a nod as well that um, it, it, it turns out that Hawkeye was drafted in May. Um, now, the Korean War started on the 25th of June 1950 and finished on the 27th of July 1953. So we can kind of work out that maybe Hawkeye was drafted in uh, about a year into the war, which would be May 1951. Um, so again, it's a timeline thing there with Mash, which is one of the hardest things to try and do. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's near on impossible, mainly because of all the New Year's Eves and parties they seem to have. <laughs> Um, Radar drinking a Shirley Temple. Uh, and a Shirley Temple extra dry. It was a little bit weird, of course, this is before he starts to have his grape near high stuff. Yeah. Um, the line of Teklinga, you are lower than a pregnant snail, was quite nice. I quite like that one. This is a bribe. Let me go home. Klinger, you are lower than a pregnant snail. Um, also, how can Henry offer $50 in the card game when he only actually has $47, which is mentioned earlier on? Uh, that's a bit of a mistake. It's a, mm-hmm. ni- it's a nice little episode. Uh, I quite like the fact that the, the, the irritating army officer who we've seen before uh, comes in and, and, and starts demanding the money back. Well, you're $3,000 deep in trouble, Captain. Did you really think you could get away with it? What are you talking about? Where are the funds you thought you could swindle the United States government out of? As though anyone might think they could. How long have you had this delusion that you're human? When clearly, according to Radar, he has every right to have that money, which is obviously a little bit weird. And $3,000, yeah. obviously, is a, hell of, is a hell of a lot of money now, uh, let alone, you know, 50-odd, then, 60 yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's a better episode than the last one. Um, I know I would I would go back and watch this again. It's 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 edging around the six and a half out of ten line for me. Oh, 
I, I agree with you. We've agreed on every single episode this time around. That's yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. It's because Al's, um, Al's not here to upset the that's balance right. of the That's of the right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no notes under... <laughs> um, not that it was bad. I just... Nothing struck me as, you know, yeah, noteworthy. Hmm. Um, it was just a nice, solid, funny episode. Um, especially after... I, I wouldn't say the two previous ones were duds, but they just weren't as high on the list as, yeah. as the the ones previous to that. And I think this one definitely, like you said, it takes it just above the average um, episode. Um, I thought it was odd that Radar filled out a form to get, you know, Hawkeye the $3,000. Mm. Um, and then like a day later, they come back and say, you're, you're, you know, you're trying to swindle the government by $3,000. Um I don't remember any of their poker pots ever accumulating to $3,000. What are you doing? A receipt, please, and promise me you'll go out with other captains. Hey, this is a once-in-a-lifetime shot. What are you doing to me? Look, Ravenall, the only reason you won that pot is because you stole my watch. If I don't give that money to Chuckles here, he's going to give me the honeymoon suite at the Stockade Hilton. You're $8 over. I'll take that for rent on the watch. Four dollars an hour. I only had it an hour. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll get it fixed. Who is this guy? I mean, that's a lot of money. I don't yeah. know how any pot could have gotten that big, unless they were playing all day and no one won. It was like a you know a cumulative pot. But I always thought that it was odd that there were there was actually three thousand dollars plus whatever seven dollars or whatever no twelve dollars whatever was left over. Yeah. Um, in that one pot alone, that one game. I mean, that's some high-stake poker for the 50s. Um, you know, it bothered me a little bit that uh, Trapper stole Hawkeye's watch. Oh, Hawkeye's watch. Yeah, that was really low. You know, that just it felt very out of character. Well, you finally won ahead. I just wish I'd lived to see it. And I owe it all to you, pal. I started with your watch. A little cunning, a little cuteness, and now a fortune. You stole my watch? You want me to arrest him? No extra trouble as long as I'm here. You know, I mean, the, the the poker party was fine. You know, we've seen previous poker parties, and I've seen a lot funnier poker parties. This one wasn't didn't really have much. It was more intense. And Another thing I liked about the episode was Margaret in this episode. She is so smart. Mm. You know, when she finds out that, that Frank bought two sets of pearls, one <laughs> fake, one real, and she tricks Frank into giving her the real pearls, mm. which I thought was just genius on her part. Yeah. Close your crinkly little eyes. What is it, Frank? Look. Gorgeous. Simply gorgeous. Margaret, I could rape your nape. (laughs) You're sweet. Where did you get them? Oh, down in Seoul last time. You know, that high-class jewelers in the lobby of the Chosan Hotel? Hmm? It must have cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Uh, No, I want one kiss for each pearl and something special for the class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look how perfect they are. I would have been happy with an imitation, and here you've gone ahead and bought me the real thing. Is there any special way you can tell the difference? Oh, certainly. You just rub them against your teeth, and if they feel rough, they're the real thing. Well, the peddler, that is, the jeweler warned me that these come from your oriental type oyster and are not always rough, whereas your common, ordinary man in the street oyster. <laughs> but if they feel smooth, it's the old fakeroo. Oh, 
I never thought I'd see the day when I'd own a strand like these. I'm just amazed you were so extravagant for me. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, Frank's a jerk. But, uh, you know, to, to buy a rule set. I don't understand why he bought a rule set for his wife and a fake set for his mistress. <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, I don't know. I just, I just I thought it was really funny how she kind of turned the tables on him. And he never found out. I'm assuming he sent the fake pearls to his wife. Yeah, she yeah, because she, she wouldn't have said She nothing. got the real ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, it was just – it was, a, it was a, a good episode. And it's definitely one I can watch again and I wouldn't mind watching again. But it's definitely not one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I got some pearls here. The oysters cried when they gave them up. Those are real buttes. The major knows the best. Of course I know the best. I'm an American, after all. Fifteen hundred bucks. And I don't haggle. Too rich for my blood. Yeah, yeah. Eight hundred. But we didn't haggle. Not a penny more than five. You got them. And I'll throw in an imitation set for fifty bucks. No extra charge. Well, what would I do with an imitation set? Well, the Major's happily married. Uh, he must have something on the side or he wouldn't be so happy. All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one. Yeah, now, when the peddler Quark tries to sell his real pearl necklaces, he says that the oysters worked for a year to produce the set he had. Now, to generate pearls of that size, oysters incubate them for several years at least. Now, in addition, matchit strands of pearls are rarely ever completed in one cycle, but may take as much as 10 years to acquire enough pearls of the same colour and size for a necklace. That's interesting. Yeah. Very cool. The orderly stampede that lines up outside the mess tent consists of women as well as men. After getting Hawkeye settled with the military script and the paperwork, Radar leaves, stating that he himself will go and give the officers their pay. Clearly, Hawkeye is only giving non-coms their pay. However, the only women in the outfit are nurses, and all nurses are commissioned officers. So Radar would be paying them, and they had no need to stand in line. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Frank is wearing his wedding ring, something we've never seen him wear before. Hmm. I didn't even notice that. No. no, no or it could be maybe Larry just kept his ring on and forgot to take it off, maybe. That's possible, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Hawkeye jokes about being from Krypton, which, of course, is the home planet of Superman. Uh, now, uh, Pat Marshall played Lieutenant Nelson, the bespectacled female at the poke game. She is Larry Gilbert's wife and is making her one and only MASH appearance. I was wondering about that because she's an officer because Radar yeah. pays her. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who is she? What is she? <laughs> What's her job? She's not the head nurse. I no. guess she could be a nurse. Yeah, could be. I, I don't know. It was, it was interesting, but it's cool to find out that it's the creator's wife. Chosen Hotel is a real hotel in Seoul. It was built in 1914 and is now known as Weston Chosen. Mm. Uh, Hawkeye calls Trapper Ravenel at the Bowling Game. This is a reference to Gaylord Ravenel, a compulsive riverboat gambler and lead character from the novel and film Showboat. I love those little tie-ins. Mm. The only people who really know that will get that reference. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's really cool. What's this? Three thousand dollars you asked for. I think I love you. You are to send this back in a plain brown jeep. It doesn't make any sense. Well, none of it makes any sense. You just have to send in the right number of forms. I can't keep money that doesn't belong to me. Listen, I got a friend down the forty-third made a mistake and ended up with five thousand specimen cups. He's going into the ice's business. 
three thousand dollars. Uh, plus ten. Three thousand and ten dollars. Mr. Quang, I'd like to buy South Korea a drink. Fifty. There's one short here. All right, it's time for some trivia, and I think Meds has this one. Ah, uh, well, it's either me or you, so uh, I'll go for this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hawkeye hit Burns and was placed under house arrest or tent uh, for striking a superior officer. Question: According to Trapper, what? actually happened to Burns and you can send your answer to mash4077podcast at gmail.com What's that you're playing, Father? Oh, just a little ragtime I play now and then. You know, for a priest you have no sense of rhythm. Well, it lightens the load. I'll make you a deal. Trade your loads. I'll unload first. Good Lord. 3,000 clams, all yours. You see what a lot of praying can do? Here, I almost forgot. Ten more. It's an incredibly generous donation. I'd agree if I weren't incredibly modest. Take it, Father. Give it to Sister Teresa's orphanage. I don't care what you do with it. Buy a new gargoyle for the Vatican. There may be a sainthood in this, Hawkeye. Yes, I can see myself on dashboards all over America. Can you imagine the children's faces when they hear the news? Spare me, Father. It makes me go Spencer Tracy all over. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And we have a website, and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, Direct Download, or, of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think we agree that we actually like this episode better than the previous two. Yeah. Uh, not not fantastic, but definitely a good episode. Yeah, Simon, yeah, totally agree. Very cool. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And Al will be joining us next time, so stay tuned, and we'll be seeing you. I'm going to prove to you you can't win at cards even for free. Collecting sevens, huh? And tens and jacks and nines and threes. And little lambsy diving. What are you, rubbing those pearls on your teeth, Frank? The pearls are real, your teeth are fake. Why don't you give up? You can't win. Ha ha, gin. You lose. What? I had gin a long time ago. Threes and nines and tens and sevens and twelves and sixes. You've got about 85 points, Dan.
Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Rick. And we're the hosts of the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. We're celebrating the original Battlestar Galactica series, and we're doing that by uh, watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs. And you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing and we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode and sometimes we talk about how cool it is so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen yes so come and join us we're on itunes you can find us by searching for ragtag fugitive podcast and we're on the stitcher radio network you also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to Ragtag Fugitive Podcast.com. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior? Plank down your cubits and come on over and let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. By your command. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Today we're just...
Today we are discussing season three, episode twenty do. 20 do 20 do today we're discussing season three today oh my god <laughs> come on pull it together it's the seven it's the seven oh my god <laughs> it's the 70th 70th 